You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rose with Randall gets the switch. Collins on him. Bogdanovich helps. Rose recovers and scores. Randall might have got away with a travel. Here's Bullock now. Sidestep three-pointer. Cash! Bogdanovich guarding Randall. Capella there for help. Here goes Randall in the lane. Gives it up. Gibson. Oh, and a two-handed jam. Todd Gibson on the setup from Randall. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, Ross Tucker here on BetQL Daily. So the Knicks take game two. That series against the Hawks tied up at one. That's probably going seven. Philly takes a commanding 2-0 lead over Washington. And Utah knocks things up at one aside. Utah, they scored 141 points with the return of Donovan Mitchell. And uh, the Jazz do cover the number of 10. But what really stood out, Horvat, is uh, the total. Man, was that cashed early. It went over by 50 points. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to see that. And all favorites covered last night, too, right? No dogs yep. last night? Yeah. All, all favorites. Hmm. Have to look so what, what are you saying? What are you saying? We're going to go to underdogs tonight? Is that what you're saying? See, man, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I wouldn't play that. Yeah. On Bucks Heat, man, because I could see the Bucks legitimately blowing Miami out. Like, Miami waved the white flag in the third quarter in that last one. They were getting chippy. They were getting dirty. Ariza, for some reason, decided to do a push-up on Giannis's chest. It just weirded Giannis out. It didn't really get in his head. He just went off and exploded for even more. Um, but also, I could see, like, game three going back to Miami, them having all the momentum, drilling a bunch of threes, coming out on, like, a 20-2 to two run. Having a hard time getting a read on that one, but I could see some dogs covering tonight. All right, let's let's hit on this one. That's the first game of the night. So let's talk about your Bucks one and a half point favorites at the Heat. Total of two twenty six and a half. So the adjustment that we see changing the location, uh, the number goes from five and a half to five in that range, uh, down to Bucks as short favorites one and a half. So uh, constantly, what we've heard throughout this series is, oh well, you know, remember what happened last year? They have the big advantage at coaching, and I keep trying to remind people this Miami team is completely different. Hero is nothing close to what he was. Dragic, he was red hot in the bubble, and Jimmy Butler had one of the worst games I've ever seen from him in Game Two. He had ten, four, and one. I'm expecting a big bounce back from him, but it doesn't mean that the Heat are going to win this game. Um, yeah, similarly, I, I guess I'm having a tough read. If there's going to be a game that the Heat are going to steal, you would think it's tonight. Yeah, well, the line movement was a little weird, too. I went to bed last night, and the Bucks were uh, dogs. They were The Heat were favored by one and a half, I believe, and woke up this morning. Really? Uh, they've obviously been adjusted a little bit. Now the Bucks are favored by one point. So 
I was actually kind of surprised. I figured Miami would be favored tonight, going back to Miami. Uh, again, they haven't beat the Bucs all season long. Well, Jimmy Butler ha- hadn't played against the Bucs in the regular season. Uh, you brought up his struggles. He's only averaging 13.5 points per game uh, yeah. in these playoff games. And then Bam, man. Bam, like, forgot how to play the game of basketball all of a sudden. He's only averaging 12 points a game. I think one of those guys is going to go off tonight, maybe both of those. I was going to look at some player props, maybe look at the points. Jimmy's total is a little high. I don't know if I want to It's high. 24 and a half, even at plus money. But at about, but Bams, they haven't adjusted this whole series. It's still there, 17 and a half. And tonight it's a little bit juiced to the over. It has actually been juiced to the under. I know this because I've played Bam over 17 and a half points in both games, and he's been terrible. He's not even looking to score. They're leaving him open like five feet away from the rim. And when he does shoot, he's missing off the front of the rim. Like he's been short on all of his shots. I expect him to go off for 20 tonight. I think this is going to be a much closer game, obviously, than game two. I don't know Mm -hmm. if Miami wins it. I'd probably look at some BAM props. would probably be my favorite play tonight in this one. I was thinking about Butler seven and a half rebounds. And uh, if Miami does have a shot, they probably need a big shooting night from Duncan Robinson Mm -hmm. back on his home court. Maybe you can go there, 13 and a half points. I don't know about over three and a half threes, but uh, maybe the points could work. Maybe, yeah. I have two questions for you guys. Yeah. Number one. Refresh my memory. Were Jimmy and Rose together at the same time in Chicago? Yeah. What what the heck happened? <laughs> Jimmy. How, how many years? Well, okay. injury after injury for Rose. And right, right. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah Rose yeah. got injured. So they never were really healthy and and good together. Well, that last year, Joe, I don't know if you remember, they don't make the playoffs. They they acquire Pau Gasol a couple of years too late. And right. Derek wrote about this in this book. And I guess that year was when they st- everybody thought they just hated each other. And there was some beef with the team because Jimmy wasn't dressing in the locker room with the players. He was a huge Tibbs guy. I don't know if you guys ever saw this story. Joe Keem took offense to that because Derek was getting the bad rap. And then there was like some beef going on with the team. They obviously what was weird is they chose Jimmy over Derek. They gave Jimmy an extension. They said they were going to rebuild with Jimmy and brought in Rondo and, and Dwayne Wade, which didn't make any sense. And then they had to blow the whole thing up. And then and then they packaged and got rid of Jimmy. So the Bulls just made no sense at that time. That, that's I, what I actually agreed with that move at the time. I mean, look at Butler now. In, in the end of games, like he's the go-to guy, and he don't have a chance. I mean, okay, maybe he'll hit a game-winning shot tonight, and I'll look stupid, but you need some of the other guys. All right, so the here's, other... The other, here's the other question. Yeah. Like, the Heat were in the NBA Finals like six months ago. Yeah. What happened? Tyler Hero stinks. Like, he was supposed to take the next step. Like, people thought he was going to be a superstar. That's one thing. Um, They were dealing with a ton of injuries in the regular season, and they just haven't gotten it back together. I've uh, I've nicknamed them the Bubble Guppies here in Milwaukee. Oh, my God. Yeah, because once they got (laughs) – Well, they weren't the same team, man. Tyler Hero has been a disaster all season long. He got he got a song named after him. He hasn't been any good since. And then they've just been beat up. They didn't really get an offseason. Jimmy had COVID, lost like 20 pounds. Dragic has been injured. They've just they're beat up right now and gassed, man. Yeah, I'll lay the points with the Bucks. I don't think the could, Bucks are messing around. Could be a sweep. But the problem is Charles Barkley said a sweep. Makes me want to think uh he and like I told you, Joe, Milwaukee. You know, we've been complaining about operating in the red and not having any money. They're going to want that game five, game six money potentially too. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got a huge breaking news from Dylan Burns. 
Uh-oh. Oh, God. A friend of a friend Ooh. knows Duncan Robinson, and Duncan Robinson said they were tired, exhausted to start the year. Put mm. that on Twitter. I mean, so that is, that is t- somebody text Woj. A friend of a friend of a friend of Dylan Burns says the guys were tired at the start of the year. They had like three months off, bro. Well, I mean, how are they that tired? (laughs) Well, it it was a shortened off season compared to the the typical NBA calendar. But like that that's an excuse. That's called an excuse. (laughs) Every team was tired, and every team was tired all year. That's why they were sitting every other game. Well, I'm just surprised because Jimmy Butler wakes up at 4 a.m. He does, you know, uh, he bench presses 500 pounds. Jimmy Butler's the hardest worker on the planet. Just ask him about it. Hey, Joe, really quick, Ross, what do you guys think of this? I'm looking at uh, points bet right now, okay? Yeah. And I think Bam's going to have the break. I think Bam finally shows up tonight to score 20 points, 20 plus tonight, plus 135. To go over 25, 25 plus points, 4 to 1, plus 400. I don't hate that. I could see Bam going off for like 27 and 11 tonight. Well, he uh, he had what sixteen the other day, and he didn't have a good game at all. No, and the prop is prop is seventeen and a half. I don't I don't hate that at all. I don't mind it. Uh, let's move the Lakers Suns. This is the the premier matchup of the night. Lakers favored by seven. Total of two ten and a half. Uh, Suns money line. If you want to go there, a little dicey, but uh, they are plus. 245 dogs on the road. So game one, Phoenix favored by two and a half. Game two, Lakers favored by two. And uh, then everybody's jumping all over the Lakers. Like this series is over after the Lakers tie at 1-1. And now we've got LA as seven-point home favorites. There's a lot going on with the Suns, and it starts with the CP3 injury. Yeah, still though, man, I would be tempted. I think the Lakers are going to win this series. I have the series bet on the Lakers. Wish I would have got a better price. I, I can see Phoenix covering this. Why is this seven now all of a sudden? Again, what because Chris Paul, because Chris his Paul, shoulders yeah. really messed up. Yeah, like he, I know, I, I think they said contusion, but if you follow Doctor Chow at Pro Football Doc on Twitter, he thinks he like separated his shoulder, like, and oh, yeah. has a major issue there. Is he going to play? Crunch time. He was off the court. Well, that, twenty-two th- minutes. They're not I think that they are I think that they are purposely downplaying how bad it is. Yeah. But he didn't do anything in that game too. Nothing. Yeah. No, he was out there for 22 minutes only. I mean, campaign was getting all of his minutes. Yeah, so I, I'm wondering if he's going to play tonight, if if that is going to that line's going to adjust at all if they, you know, if he's a game time decision because again, 7 points though, even with Chris Paul off the floor, I think Devin Booker's going to have a big night tonight. DeAndre Ayton's been a monster in this series. I'd be tempted to to take the points with with Phoenix. That's a lot. And I don't, man. You think AD's going to repeat that performance that he just had in Game Two when there was a lot of pressure on him? He he wrote stepped up to the moment. I don't know if he's going to do it again. So this is, by the way, by the way, and 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 Ryan, you might be right, but about what happened in this game tonight. But I I think this is important. The team said Chris Paul had a shoulder contusion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pro Football Doc says by video, it looks like a shoulder subluxation, which is coming out of the joint and going back in with potential labral damage. Eh, Not good. No. Not good for Chris Paul. And they need him. I think it's physical and mental. 
Oh, yeah. Need him. They definitely need him. Absolutely. I mean, Booker's the best player on the team, but the most valuable might be Chris Paul. Yeah, man. Look how valuable he's yeah. been for DeAndre Ayton. I mean, I liked DeAndre Ayton the first couple of years that he was in the league, but Chris Paul's been huge for him. And, I mean, um, we, I feel like we underrate how good Chris Paul is. I was talking about this yesterday a little bit. Like, growing up, my favorite point guard – see, I kind of miss the Magic Johnson, like the dominant – Lakers Magic Johnson like when I I remember Magic coming back from from HIV and so like growing up my favorite point guard to watch was John Stockton and like thinking about it how do we how, how much do we underrate Chris Paul like he's got to be one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game it's just he's never been the point guard of a championship team and he's had some bad luck like the year that he yeah. was in Houston they took Golden State to seven if he plays in game seven they may have beat they may have beat the Warriors man imagine if the league would have let that trade go down where he went to LA to play with Kobe and then you know last year look what he did with OKC he took that team that was expected to tank all the way to the playoffs. And then what he's done in Phoenix, he just has the worst luck ever in the playoffs. He needs to actually complete a series once. Yeah, it's uh, what has not happened in the playoffs. That's one thing. And, you know, he's played in smallish markets. I don't want to say the Clippers are Clippers are not a small market, but they're the number two team in town. Like Nobody yeah. in LA cares about the, the Clippers for the most right. part. And right. uh, they certainly don't care about them right now unless they're laughing at them. Right. Exactly, man. Exactly. I, and I, I almost like forget about that run and how big of a disaster that was at the end where DeAndre Jordan was signed by Mark Cuban. And then they all got along for like two days to go fly and try to bring him back. But yeah, he's had bad luck. But with him on the floor or off the floor, seven points is a how, lot of um, Man. All right, how's uh, Booker not go over 28 and a half? He does. If Chris Paul's not playing, no, if Chris Paul is playing, it doesn't matter because, I mean, Ross, like you said, that is a way more serious injury than they're telling us. You saw it really, so when he came back in the second half, that first game, he couldn't even handle the ball. I get not being able to shoot the ball. Um, I mean, he was passing with his left hand. So even if he does play, he's going to be very limited. And it's almost going to be as a decoy and almost just, I don't know, have that leadership out there. I think tonight's going to be a huge night for Devin Booker. That might be my favorite play in this game, Joe. He's going to go over. Yeah. Wouldn't touch AD. I don't know if he's going to have another monster performance. Might look at rebounds and assists for LeBron, though. I was going to say, like with LeBron, it, it might be a situation throughout the playoffs when it seems like he's getting better, getting healthier every single night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm I not ready to play any of the props, but, you know, if you have those Lakers futures tickets for a title, it, it might be feeling better and better as things progress. For sure. Absolutely, man. With LeBron, he's a hard guy to play as props. Like the other night, game two, when everybody was on the Lakers, I saw a lot of people were playing the points, going over on the points. But the problem with his with LeBron is, man, he could impact the game in so many different ways. So is he going to pull down 15 rebounds? Is he going to have, you know, 20 dimes? Or is he going to go out there and, you know, take over a game like he's 27 again and drop 40? He could do it all, but it's just it's, it's hard to get a read on what he's going to do that night because you never know what you're going to get from Anthony Davis. Yeah, I'd, I'd lean getting all those points, but the, the state of Chris Paul, I don't feel great about it. And the other day, campaign actually played well off the bench, taking those minutes. Mm -hmm. I would not expect him to do that again. Campaign, no, no. Yeah, man, what a, what a torturous day being being a Bulls fan. We're talking about campaign playoff run. Jimmy, Eric, Oz, He sucks. He sucks. A lot of those guys are done. Uh, this is BetQL Daily Joe Ostrowski with Ryan Horvat and Ross Tucker. We also have to preview Nuggets Blazers coming up in a bit on the show, but we'll check in with Michael Lebaugh from the Action Network on the Stanley Cup playoffs. A couple of uh, teams move on last night. This is the BetQL Audio Network.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bogdanovich the other way. Into Grayson Allen, who was drafted by Utah. Oh, good spin move by Bogdanovich. That was sweet. They're up by four. Oh, great pass inside. Anderson with the finish, but Morant just lasered one in and threads the needle. Six in a row. Usually begin on the road. This time at home. Neighbors inside. Good feed by Royce O'Neal. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Brian Horvat, Ross Tucker here in the BetQL Audio Network. And BetQL users, you can now access your own betting records, win percentage, and ranking within the BetQL community with the new MyStats feature. You can check out your personal betting history and per sport performance and route to becoming a better, more informed better. Here's what you need to do. Simple, guys. Open the BetQL app, select a sport, and click the Games tab. And then you click thumbs up next to the bet you plan on making. Then you could track uh, your betting record, which will help immensely. Uh, taking a look at the NBA playoffs, guys, we started to talk about Bucks, Heat, Suns, Lakers, getting to Nuggets, Blazers in a moment. But Horvat, I'm a little concerned uh, because Major League Baseball, there's so much, so many games that are like starting in a matter of minutes. I, there's not a ton that I love there. We'll get to that coming up. Yeah. But, um, I'm a little worried. I, I, I don't hear I hear a lot of confidence from you on any of these uh, plays. What, what's actionable here in Bucks Heat and Suns Lakers? Bucks Heat, I'll probably play Bam. Oh, I already played Bam. I shouldn't say I probably. I did during that break. Over 17 and a half points. Juiced a little bit. Minus 120. I like Bam to go over 18 points tonight. Finally. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get a good deal. I want to see... Any? Do you have any promos or anything that you've seen on Giannis tonight? I think Giannis is going to have another big night. Yeah. I mean, he barely – he didn't – it was a blowout. Uh, he still got his minutes in game two, but he's going to play a lot more. I think this game is going to be a lot closer tonight, right? This isn't going to be a 30-point Bucks blowout on the road in Miami. Well, if so, I may have to play some Bucks, some, some Bucks features, man. You know, I know this isn't the same Miami team, but if they go into Miami – and beat up an Eric Spolstra team. I might have to start believing in the Bucs a little bit more. I kind of like Giannis to have a big night, though. Wait, Point you're not believing? In the Bucs, I'm not believing that anybody could beat the Nets in a seven-game series. Hmm. Especially Are Philly, you? right? Especially Philly. Well, no. I'm, see I'm, open, I'm open to the idea of, of the Bucs. Why um, do you say especially Philly, Joe? I was just fucking messing with you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, 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 I was waiting for you to jump in. With, I, um, I'm sitting here, I'm like, wait, I will say this. I saw something. Dan Patrick was involved. I can't remember who it was, but they had all these um, media guys 
picking their NBA finals, it was like a graphic or something. It was like 15 people. Not one had the Sixers in the why, NBA finals. Why is it? All, they have the easiest path. I don't understand why. It was all just... Nets or Bucks. Nobody had the Sixers in the NBA finals. What's like, the reason? What, so, what do you think it is, Ross? You know what I mean? That's your team. Why do you think they're not getting the respect that uh, the Nets get? And I guess we've been waiting for the Bucks to be good and because of Giannis and Maybe this is the year for them. I just don't understand how the number one seed is possibly flying under the radar well, with I, an, I think, an MVP caliber player. Well, obviously, most people like the Nets. I get that. And the Bucks have been like knocking on the door. I guess people think the Sixers kind of need to walk a little bit more, like get to a conference finals and have success before they can actually run, you know, to the NBA finals. That That's my sense is that people think that the Sixers need to take the next step before they're willing, ready to take the next two or three steps. Yeah. It doesn't always work like that. I, it's not going to work that way with the Nets if they make it. I, You know what? I do like, I think Philadelphia. Um, now the Bucks have been a completely different team the second half of the season. That's why it's so hard to get a good read on them because they went into the year, man, with all these new additions like DJ Augustine and Torrey Craig. All those guys are gone. I like the new additions that they, you know, I, I like Bobby Portis. That pickup was great. But P.J. Tucker was huge for them defensively, especially in games where Brooke Lopez is just getting abused in the pick and roll because P.J. Tucker could guard five different positions. You could play him at the center position. I think Philadelphia matches, matches up better against Brooklyn because I continue to say the same thing. Who is going to prevent Embiid? Unless he stays, you know, he's got to stay out of foul trouble, I get. But who's going to prevent him from going off for 35 and 14 every game? It's not going to be DeAndre Jordan. It's not going to be Nick Claxton. So I can make the case for Philly to beat Brooklyn. I just have a hard time betting against the three best isolation scorers on the planet when they're on the same team. You think Kyrie is one of the three best isolation scorers on the planet? I do. I do. I'm really, man, like if, if I don't think LeBron wins that championship in Cleveland, if it wasn't for Kyrie, especially in the fourth quarter of those games, like he could just get a bucket in the fourth quarter. He could do whatever he wants. I know like, you know, he's kind of, he's a little bit goofy. So, so people rip into him a lot, but he's a hell of a player, especially when he's, he's right. He, he called out the Celtics fans before the, the game even started over there. Yeah. That's going to be he's not real we're, bright. He's not, we're talking, we're talking about uh, what Knicks fans are doing to Trey young, what a Philly fan was doing to Russell Westbrook. Just wait to see what they do to Kyrie of Boston. Seriously. And you know what? Like as bad it is, as bad as that had to be getting popcorn dumped on you. Did you guys see the Trey young video? Somebody spit Which, on him. Uh, yeah, I. Well, why is most, I didn't see it, and why is it. that not getting way more attention than the popcorn if it happened? And the worst part about it, the girl in the front row. So the guy that did it, he hit her first. So just some innocent bystander just sitting there. That is disgusting, man. You. That's when you have the right <laughs> to go in the stands and punch somebody in the face. Popcorn, still like I'm. I'm with you guys. Like with the popcorn, like that's bad enough. But somebody spitting on you during a pandemic? Like, we're still in a pandemic, by the it way. It doesn't matter. Either. Yeah, no, I know. Regardless, that's even more. Like, I'd yeah. go into the stands, put that guy in a DDT. Would anybody blame him? No. I would. No. He'd probably get fined and suspended, though. No. I don't think he would. You don't think so? No, not if they spit, spit? on him. That's get, gross, though. Get arrested for that. That is disgusting, man. Uh, now, you know, now, uh, but you know what that allows us to do for game three? Trey Young, they could set that thing at 32 and a half points. I'm going over. He's exploding for um, 40 in the next one, man. Oh, yeah. They and they haven't lost at home in a long time. The mm -hmm. um a little disappointed Knicks fans. 
was what was the chant? Trey Young is balding. That's pathetic. That's that's is that not bad? Is that what they were chanting? Was that the other one? Yeah, that, that they had they passed out flyers and said, "Here's the chant tonight: Trey Young is bald." Joe, that's stupid. It is, and especially it's like uh, it's like on the new J Cole album. He said, "If you're clowning a millionaire, the joke's on you." You could tell Trey Young he's bald, but he could have any girl in the world he wants. He's a millionaire, and he's one of the you know top twenty scorers in the NBA. Man, I'd say he's winning at life. Sorry, Dylan, don't get mad at me, man. Go next. He's good, man. His team just tied up the series, so he's happy. All right, we've got Blazers Nuggets tonight. Uh, Blazers favored by four. Total of 227.5. Nuggets on the money line for game number three, plus 150 dogs. So we go from the games in Denver. You have the Nuggets as slight, slight favorites, minus one. Then it was minus two, and now it flips to Blazers minus four in game three, Horvey. Man, I kind of like... um... Kind of like Portland tonight. Kind of like Portland. Yeah. I, yeah, I like Portland and I like the under a little bit in this, actually. I could see this being a slower pace. Um, every possession, obviously, in the second half, going to be extremely important. So I kind of like the under and I do like Portland to bounce back. I mean, I don't think Aaron Gordon's going to be able to shut down Damian Lillard for a full game. That was a good defensive adjustment that they made in that last one. You know, he slowed yeah. him down, but I think Dame's going to go off tonight. So I actually have a question, um, and this might be a dumb question, but is the NBA MVP voted on based on regular season like the NFL yeah. MVP, or do they wait till the end of the playoffs? Well, the, you have the finals MVP, but yeah, that's based entirely on the regular season. So they've already voted on it? Yes, well, I know some have said they already voted, so I don't I don't know exactly but when they were they, due. They should have to vote by a week after the season ends then. Otherwise, their judgment yeah. will be clouded by the postseason. Yeah, I think they all voted. They started handing out the awards. We had the six-man most improved. Did we have one yesterday, Ryan? No, we didn't get an award yesterday, I don't okay. believe. So, Joe, how are you feeling about your big Jokic bet? Oh, it's a winner. It's done. It's done. I'm good. How much? <laughs> I want to say the coach of the year. That's the only one left that I find intriguing. What did you get Jokic at again? I can't remember. 30, 30, 33, 34, somewhere in that range. Hmm. Or 36, I don't remember. Mid-30s. That's amazing. Baby. It was a lot of help. A lot of help with those injuries. So, on this game, um, the other thing is, Jokic is probably not going to shoot 75% again. Like he did in game two. That's the other problem for Denver. I think you're on the right side with Portland. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be chippy. Game two was a lot of fun. I don't think that's going to stop. We had four technicals, two flagrant ones uh, the other night. Yeah, that's what I love about the playoffs, man. And that, that that's I'm excited for this. My I, I I'm not like condoning violence or anything, but I love a good rivalry, some hard playoff fouls, and I think we're going to get that in the Portland game and then in Miami, uh, Milwaukee tonight too. I condone violence. If somebody dumps popcorn on somebody, yes, spits on you, yeah. I'm fine with it. So, I don't have a problem. I um, was a little worried with the the video that Dylan was was posting last night. I'm like, these guys are insane. It was like a mosh pit outside the garden. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I like, I'm I telling you, this summer, this summer, and then when football season starts, oh my, people gosh. are just ready to explode. Mm -hmm. You know, after 14 months cooped up, people are just ready to go crazy. 
there's going to be some wild things happening, I think, in the stands. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be ruckus. You don't realize how much you miss something until it's gone. It's mm-hmm. already happening happening with limited capacity. So what's it going to be like once these stadiums are full? I, I don't know about you guys where you live, but uh, it's already out that for the preseason Bears games, they're saying full capacity. Full yeah, capacity. NFL, we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. We knew that was coming though, right? 30 of the 32 NFL stadiums are already confirmed to be full yeah. capacity. And the last two are Denver and Indy. Mm-hmm. And they believe huh. that they will be. I thought, to be honest with you, they would do something like you had to prove that you were vaccinated. And that was not part of it. No. Yeah. No. Okay. It's like those people are taking their own risk, I guess. I thought there would uh, some of the domes might hold out a little bit longer than they did. Indy did, obviously, as you just mentioned. But uh, no, they're That's all a good in. point. Yeah. Denver. Uh, I like the Bla- I like the Blazers tonight as well. By the way. Okay. Yeah, Blazers. I just think I just think Damian Lillard is just better and tougher and more clutch. It's um the tough part with the Nuggets. It, it wasn't just the Murray injury, and then they're still missing Barton. Outside of Jokic, all the players around him, it's all changed in a year. So it's tough. Like he's got to carry the team. Just completely on his back and I, I don't know that he's going to get enough help here uh coming off a loss the Blazers are probably the right side yeah I think so too and I was looking at some props man and I was gonna take a look maybe at Jokic on the assists which he hasn't been going over that total so what they've done is adjusted yeah it's six and a half only tonight Joe but it's juice minus 140 so I don't love that I'm not gonna play that but man Jokic seven assists tonight seems like easy money even though he hasn't been hitting that number you know the loss of Jamal Murray's just been huge because now they need Jokic to be more of a scorer and uh, he's not facilitating as much. That's why I like the Blazers tonight as well. All right. Here's the prop I was looking at. It's on the Portland side. What do you think about uh, Nurkic 11 and a half rebounds in game two? He had 13 in only 25 minutes. I believe he hit 12 in game one. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And even like a rebounds assist combo, if that's out there, um, he'd be somebody I'd be looking at targeting tonight, either the rebounds or the assists. I'd go rebounds. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. Just sides. Horvat, you go first. Um, is this your favorite side of the night? Because we've also got uh, Lakers minus seven, Bucks minus one and a half. Man, you know, it It seems like a trap, but seven points with Phoenix yeah. and Dogs, I think that's my favorite play tonight. Now, oh, what's weird, what's weird man, is so what did that open as? Like Phoenix was plus two and a half, maybe two-point Dogs. I'm seeing, and, and again, like we know how this goes, but don't you think that Phoenix is going to be the popular play, that everybody's going to be on the Suns tonight coming off that no. loss? Or do you think that the majority no. of the bets and money will be on the Lakers, really? I I think um, the the Lakers are like the Cowboys. Like there's certain teams where there's just always going to be a decent amount of money from fans on the public team. Man, because that's I want to see if that continues to go up. Like, do I want to play it right now at seven? Or do you think once Chris Paul, it's announced that he's going to be out there, he's going to be in the starting lineup, maybe that goes to four and a half, four. What if he's out? It. What does it go to? Man, I think it might stay, well, eight and a half, maybe nine. How much, <laughs> how many points is Chris Paul worth? I mean, give me the Suns. I'm going Suns. Suns, Blazers, the and then a small lean to the box. But that that's a tough call, man, just because you don't know what you're going to get from Miami game three. They've been so bad. 
but are they going to play? Like, is Jimmy Butler only going to score 13 points tonight? Is Bam going to have four rebounds? I expect a big bounce back spot for them, but I don't know that they win. Ross, which one's your favorite side tonight? Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks, laying the point. I think the Heat are toast. Uh, Dylan's like Dylan's uncle's brother's nephew <laughs> knows Duncan Robinson and said that the Heat are tired. That's good enough for me. That all right, is inside yeah. information. I'm in then. I'm in all the way. I was leaning that way. Now it's a bet. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, Ross Tucker coming up next. Oh, did you hear about the match? It's renewed and there's a big feud in golf. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.